threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> What's up, Cameron? Nothing. This is it. We're, we're recording it in the morning. This is a, a new experience. I feel good. I feel refreshed. Yeah. I'm not frustrated with work. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice. rush back. It's pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be a four-hour episode. Yeah, probably not. It's actually probably going to be a short episode. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> so, short. It is what it is. Cam, today is Mindless Banner 98. Man, we're almost at 100. Wow. As long as we've counted correctly, which... I don't have any idea if we have. Somebody please don't go back and look at all the numbers, because if I missed one, I'm going to be feel like an idiot. <laughs> episode but, uh, 36, episode 59. <laughs> That's what I, I always worry about that, and I go back like, oh, crap, did I I know. Um, but anyways, yeah, we're, we're talking about an interesting little story here that's not that well known. I hadn't heard about it. Yeah. So w- what's it called, Cam? It's called Valiant Thor. Yeah. And when Kobe like talked about I'm like, I don't want to talk about mythology <laughs> and want- weird crap. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like Chris Hemsworth and all, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I really did. I was like, this is, uh, okay. I guess I thought Thor was already <laughs> figured out to be some good yeah. mythology. Mm-hmm. No, it has nothing to do with no. Thor. No. And Loki and... Mm-mm. Valheim. So, like, if you were like, Valhalla. if you're like a big Marvel fan and you, you were really excited about this episode, turn it off now because right. you're not getting any Marvel. <laughs> right. And there's none of it. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No spoilers. No. No Easter eggs in this episode. No. But yeah, before we get into all that weird detail, I want to tell you about how important it is to work on self-reliant medical care. Okay. You know, there's a lot of things to go over. You got food, you got water. We talked about this episode just recently. We did, yeah. Like all the stuff you got to go over. Don't forget about self-reliant medical care. The Prepper's Medical Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey. Love that dude. MD. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Provides the base of prevention, identification, and long-term management of survivable medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Seriously, this is an easy book to read. You don't have to have a degree in... Brain science. No. Straightforward. Heck no. But um, it's the easiest way to probably go over medical conditions you're going to face, maybe when you're on your own, and urgent care down the road is closed. Yep. And it'll even help you build your FAC. That's mm-hmm. super important stuff there. Totally. Go to PreppersMedicalHandbook.com, get you a copy, or go to Amazon.com. It's usually the easiest. Yeah. It's a great book. It's it's definitely recommended for your library. Mm-hmm. I love it. I read it every night before I go to bed. Yeah, it's like scripture reading for you. <laughs> right? I broke it into verses. So saith Dr. Forgy. <laughs> and it came to pass. His fact was built. <laughs> right? His brethren did not want to build their facts. <laughs> and Forgy <laughs> told him to do it. Oh, man. That would be hilarious to, to do a whole... Honey, will you read this to me? Yeah. I'm just lay back, yeah. fall asleep. They're <laughs> reading the Prepper's Medical Then we're going to pray over it afterwards. <laughs> it is good, though. Yeah, it's it's a good great book. stuff. So, so guys, we're going to talk about Valiant Thor today. This is an interesting little tidbit from history that we don't know if it's true. Probably, it is true. Yeah, it's 100% true. It's probably not true, but it's a, it's a crazy story. 
Yeah. And there's people that it's think it's super true. Super crazy. There's story. been books written about it. So um, I'm going to give you a quick little basic overview of what this story is yeah, about Valiant yeah, like Thor. That. So the year is 1954, Cameron. My favorite. Year. Oh my gosh! You know, mid 50s. Yeah. The mid century. I just if I Post always World War II. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. This is. I just want to go back and live through the. 50s. I would love to. 40s and 50s, I'd love to experience. Oh my them. gosh! Probably not really. No, but, <laughs> but it sounds nice. So yeah. February 20th, 1954, the president, Dwight Eisenhower, he was on a golf vacation. Oh, yeah. He loved to golf uh, in Palm Springs. It's a great little place to be golfing, right? After dinner that night, he made an unscheduled departure from the Smoking Tree Ranch. That's where he was staying. Sounds That's like still a, there. I have no idea. Sounds great. It does sound like a nice place. Um, but the next morning, he attended a church service in Los Angeles. I didn't know they had churches in Los Angeles, but apparently they do. <laughs> True. You heathen out there. Um, <clears throat> also that morning, his spokesman announced to the press that Ike had visited a dentist the previous night because he'd chipped a tooth while eating a chicken wing at dinner. <laughs> it's like, really? This is like a... What kind of a chicken wing is yeah. this? You know what I mean? It's really it goes funny. all the tax dollars for a crown. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like we're gonna have to borrow money from Japan because he go needs to, to Fort go. Knox before I go over there to the dentist. Yeah, um, yeah. Even the dentist overcharges the uh, president. So <laughs> you got to be careful when you're eating chicken wings. Apparently, he loved to eat those. And- <laughs> He got a little hard. He just went too hard at the chicken wing. Went right for the bone. (laughs) The bone's the best part. It's in the bone. (laughs) I did it again, Mr. Vice President. (laughs) You're going to have to take over for a few days. Oh, Richard, guess what? I cracked a tooth. Oh, dick. Look what I did to my tooth. (laughs) Went and fly over there to the dentist. I guarantee he called him dick. Yeah. Right? Oh, dicky Nixon. (laughs) Nixon. Dickie Nixon. <laughs> hey, Dick, let's go out and hit some golf balls, yeah. huh? Yeah, then we're going to eat chicken wings afterwards. It's going to be a great evening in Los Angeles. Then we're going to hit church up. <laughs> so clean up your act. <laughs> no bad words, Dickie. All right. <laughs> we're going to church. You need to repent for that mouth, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, But many people, they don't believe that these events happened the way that the government says they happened. They're like, no way he chipped his tooth on a damn chicken wing. No way <laughs> that's what was going on. Nobody chicken wings like that. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. So his, this is kind of the alternate version of what people believe to happen. So many believe that Ike went to Edwards Air Force Base where he met with two aliens with white hair, pale blue eyes, and colorless lips. <laughs> that's like a weird feature, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> God, they didn't have no color in their lips. <laughs> yeah. Um, upstairs. Upstairs. That, was, that might be the, the pregnancy best story. one. That might be the best I think alien is. story we ever talked about. And she rubbed her about. tummy and she <laughs> pointed, pointed upstairs. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the, what that, was that, one, the, that one killed me. Was that the abduction episode uh-huh. that we did? Oh, my yep. gosh. That's the same one that had the... I had an inclination to shit oh, that's my right. testicles. Genitals. Um, or genitals. You've got, if you guys haven't listened to the alien abduction episode. There's some good oh stories gosh. in there. Ah, so good. I do think the Brazilian one tops Yeah. Them. So they had pale blue eyes, color, colorless lips, white hair. They sound gorgeous. Sounds like a cool avatar. <laughs> yeah, for sure, huh? <laughs> These aliens were nicknamed the Nordics in UFO circles because they resemble Scandinavian humans. <laughs> Exact features that Scandinavians <laughs> yeah, have. I'm pretty sure they're just Scandinavian. <laughs> um, 
Where are you from, Iceland? Getting weird ears and I. You ain't got no color in your lips. Norway, okay. You ain't got no color in your lips, boy. It's a, <laughs> they traveled to Edwards Air Force, Ed, Air Force Base from another solar system in a flying saucer. And they spoke of course. to Eisenhower. So the origins of where they're from are actually kind of up for debate. There's a couple of different places they say they're from. So this information gets a little bit murky, but it is what it is. So the Nordics, the reason they were there is they offered to share their superior technology and their spiritual wisdom with Ike if he would agree to eliminate America's nuclear weapons. I mean, Simple enough. It seems like a great trade. That's a really good trade. We got superior yeah. technology and we got spiritual wisdom. <laughs> it's wanna, all yours. You, you want to get this color dye? Yeah. This hair color? Read my lips. They're hard to see because they got no color, but read my lips. We got <laughs> spiritual wisdom for I you. I can't see them. <laughs> Blend into your face too much. <laughs> it's just like a face and teeth. I don't know. <laughs> There's no outline. I can't read them. Um, so they were afraid that we might blow up some of our nuclear technology, according to Dr. Sala, who is a PhD in government from the University of Queensland. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's Australia. We, we, again, we don't know if we trust those Australians. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We got lots of Australian listeners. Starting to tie together now. Chris Hemsworth. That's right. And Queens, Queensland. Yeah. Dr. Sala, chicken wings, <laughs> dentists. Makes all Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, Easter, Easter eggs, eggs left and right. It's all coming up. And apparently, you know, when we blow up nuclear weapons, that does something to time and space. Yeah, I, which I can I see. I see that. Too. And it impacts as extraterrestrial races on other planets. So we're jacking up their system up there, apparently. Yeah. We, every time we blow up one of these things, or gosh damn it, those are your earthlings. That Sarbomba. Sarbomba, yeah. They were probably like, now oh, come on. <laughs> They're God. still rippling through. I'm trying to watch TV here. and they have Nine states keep blowing yeah. up stuff. So Ike said, nah. Or the... He's like, no. I, he did, They declined the offer. He's like, this Crazy. is... Yeah, because he didn't want to give up his nukes. Yeah. He's like, no, screw you guys. I'm keeping my nukes. That's how scary Russia was. I know. I like, Mm-mm. So that's kind of how the story goes. But here's where it gets even weirder for me on this. Just to make things a little bit more intriguing, on that very same night... The Associated Press. This is like, you know, the most respected press organization on the face of the planet. Well, was at one time, maybe still is. Reported that President Eisenhower died tonight of a heart attack in Palm Springs. Yeah, that's super weird. Does that not a weird little twist yeah. of uh, events right there? But two minutes later, the AP retracted that bulletin and reported that Ike was still alive. Like, how does Why that... Why they even report? I mean, like... Yeah. Did he... Did they kill him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, I don't know. Like it's just really weird that that all came at the same. Yeah, it all came at the same time. So, but indeed, obviously, Eisenhower. Maybe was, they quoted him as dental work, and he's like, "Oh, this bill's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough money. <laughs> I don't have enough money for this. The government can't fund this. This country will never recover <laughs> <laughs> from this dental <laughs> surgery. Seriously, <laughs> you know. Oh man, dentists probably hate us so mm. bad." Probably I'm sure have, none of them listen to we us. We have no dentist. If we have some dentists listening, please shoot us a message. You're probably <laughs> I really do nice know. people. You're probably yeah. very nice no, people. I have, yeah, <clears throat> I have friends that are dentists. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah I mean, not anymore. I don't as soon as they around. finished dental school, I was like, F you. <laughs> Yo, they were like, F you. <laughs> That's true. They moved up to the high class society and <laughs> yeah. like, screw you guys. Yeah. I do dentists. I'll send my private jet to pick you up. I'm like, no. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I work in medicine. We don't make any money. Yeah. Um, so he was alive. He continued living until 1969, but the decades since his death, his activities on the night of February 20th, 1954, have become fodder for strange theories about alien beings. It's crazy. What a crazy little story. So huh? weird. Yeah. Two, two things that just like, what? Yeah. Are they connected or well? And so now we're going to kind of go through broken tooth, alien visit, died of a heart attack. But Chicken didn't. wing, broken tooth, church, alien visit, <laughs> yeah, died church. of a heart attack. Never mind. Grandma, church. <clears throat> I'll get Yeah. It. Well, let's talk about the story <clears throat> in detail. Yeah, let's get in, in, in depth. <clears throat> so here's how it goes down. Okay. March 16th, 1957, at eight o'clock in the morning. I have a little rest. And so this is where <clears throat> like these. The dates are all effed up. They are. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. trying to figure out how these dates all the fit nuke, together. The nukes, man. It was like Change a time. Time warp. Yeah. The space-time continuum is jacked up because the original story says February 20th. This thing didn't go happen until March 16th. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Very odd. But March 16th, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Yesterday. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so 1957, March 16th, 8 o'clock in the morning, a 300-foot-long spacecraft landed in the field of Alexandria, Virginia. That's a long one. It didn't say spaceship. It didn't say, like, saucer like That's it right. did in the other story. Yeah, so it was super craft. weird. Just a big old long spacecraft landed in the field. Um, local police arrived on scene, guns drawn, of course, you know, think about all the 1950s, <clears throat> like know. alien ones are like, they're just like hanging out with their little pistol. They're both standing, two hands on their pistol, <laughs> just ready to fire. Hands in the air. Yeah. He's got no hands. He's got no hands. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little eyeball looking at him. Um, they were surprised to find what appeared to be an unarmed, normal looking man stepping out of the aircraft. What? Or the craft. Um, they were even slightly more surprised when the man asked to speak with the president, but he asked telepathically. <laughs> so all the police yeah. officers were like, he wants to talk to the president, and they're looking at each other like, did you, did you get that, that too? <laughs> I'm going to holster my gun. Getting the same message. <laughs> Weird. So yeah, the, he came out there and he was like, yeah, suck me right in. <laughs> He's uh, telepathically talking to him to meet with the president. Yeah. It must have convinced them, so they immediately took him to the Pentagon. Yeah, I love that. You- it's like, there's no, like, screening. No. There's no, they're like, he wants to talk to president. Let's take him right there. Ah, we know where it's at. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But I love how they go to the Pentagon. They don't go to the White House. I know. Is this the rat's place? Is this where the president lives? <laughs> I get him confused. Which place? One's white. One looks like a Pentagon. <laughs> Does he work here? And he lives over there? I can Anyway. I don't know. Took Summer him, home, they winter took, offices. They took this human being-looking figure yeah. to the Pentagon. Um speaking to him and you know directly through <laughs> telepathy which is super weird they're yeah. like that just sounds normal yeah harley andrew bird nephew to the late rear admiral richard re bird of the united states navy who wow. was a high-ranking official at the pentagon in washington dc <clears throat> and part of the project blue book mm-hmm. if you remember blue book yep a ufo studies and yeah research Got a uh, hurried and panicked call from the police department in Alexandria, Virginia. So maybe that's why they went, because this guy... Oh, that's true. That right. makes sense, because he's uncle works specialist at the Pentagon. in the, Yeah. And he knows about UFOlogy. Yeah. UFOlogy. Uh-huh. Um, this being was then purportedly picked up and taken to the Pentagon where he introduced to the where he was introduced to the undersecretary of defense as well as the secretary of defense. I don't know what the undersecretary of defense. He's under the secretary yeah. of defense. <laughs> as well as the secretary of defense, Neil H. McElroy. 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 
and then given VIP status. Of course. And hurried off to see the president of the United States. They just like immediately see him. They're like, let's get him over to the president. Get him a VIP sticker. <laughs> Put it on his chest. Put this on. Look legit. You got yeah. a vest or something to wear too? <laughs> Don't tell nobody you're an alien. <laughs> um, Dwight D. So they hurried, hurried off to see the president of the United States himself, Dwight D. Eisenhower, as well as the vice president at the time, Richard Nixon. Man. According to Byrd, the landing of the Valiant Thor was perhaps the first documented landing of human-type alien by military officials. Wow. And there's even a, a photo yeah. of the Valiant Thor. And so Nice-looking guy. Sure. <clears throat> he definitely hair, doesn't look like a Nordic. Back. He's got a... No, he doesn't. He looks like a guy from the Bronx or something. Yeah, he does. All huh? suited up, mafia-looking. Yeah, yeah. He's got a nice suit on, but there's some interesting features about him that Kobe's going to talk he, about. He's got to own, like, an Italian restaurant or something, he looks maybe. Like, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm getting from. So I'm going to check on my restaurants. I'm going to talk to the president. Yeah. Head back to Mars. It's or, crazy that they have a picture where they say, this is the guy. I know. That this is, is kind of crazy. Right? But that that you usually don't see. No, you don't. <laughs> you it's usually funny. don't see. No pictures of spacecraft. Nope. No pictures of mm-hmm. any of the other stuff, but, like... We got a good old close-up photo of this guy. Snapped a random picture of him in a suit, like reading <laughs> like a newspaper. Like somebody that's sitting at a bus stop. Yeah, that's what like, it looks yeah, like. Valiant snore. You can Thor. <laughs> snore. Valiant snore. Boy, I, mean, this. I, I say snore. <laughs> yeah. Valiant Thor. This is what I think about this story. Valiant snore. Oh, man. Oh, this is so Sounds like a church store. I know. The Valiant store. Valiant store. Um, before we move on, though, guys... I got to tell you about Nutrient Survival. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Top shelf, delicious, special ops grade nutrition designed to the nutritional standards of the U.S. military, but intended just for normal Joes like us. Like we eat this stuff, right, Cameron? Sure do. Made with real ingredients, made in America to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert, perfect for today. Ready for anything ahead from hearty, delicious entrees and nutrient-dense snacks to immunity-boosting drinks and strength-building shakes. And here is where the rubber hits the road with this stuff. Each have 40 essential nutrients. 40! Yeah, available in handy singles, daily-use pantry packs, durable cans, and 30- to 90-day survival kits. The cool thing is they also now have um, NREs, nutrition-ready-to-eat meals. These things are freaking sweet you got to go check them out um they're on the go packs they're perfect for bug out bags edc emergency kits just add water it's ready in minutes with a surprisingly awesome taste head over to nutrientsurvival.com use our code casual preppers and you're going to get 10 percent off your order and you're also going to support the casual preppers which is a great thing uh it keeps us doing what we're doing Okay. Yeah. But and you're gonna get some awesome food, long-term shelf life food. This stuff is freaking awesome. Go check them out. Nutrient Survival. Please go. They actually have a podcast. Uh, they're all over social media, so you got to go check them out. Yeah. Go follow them. Yeah. Okay. I think like one thing to mention with them is their packaging is like oh, it's yes, top notch. It man. is top notch. Like great packaging. Mm-hmm. And that sounds stupid, but for long-term storage, you gotta have. Good you don't pack. want that cheap, flimsy crap. No. That just yeah. Like. Some of those little pouches, like, they'll tear super easy. If you step on them, they pop open. Yep. I don't know why you got them on the floor, but. <laughs> <laughs> don't take them off the floor for one thing. But, like, yeah, great packaging. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, we're going to move on with, with the story about Valiant Thor. Um, according to Valiant Thor himself, he was sent to Earth by a galactic council. There's apparently there's a galactic council out there that we didn't know about. And his uh, job was to convince. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. I know. God, be a good old. Sure would. Better dentist in there. <laughs> yeah. The head of the Galactic Council. 
Is a dentist. Yeah, I'm a dentist on Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he runs the whole universe. <laughs> God's probably a dentist. <laughs> probably we is. just didn't know it. Um, but he, yeah, he was sent to Earth by a galactic council of dentists uh, to convince <laughs> to convince humanity to shy away from their use of nuclear weapons. Like this was just freaking them out, man. They didn't like these nukes. It's like, come on, people. Quit it. Yeah. So Val and his group of alien assistants, we didn't know this, but he had assistants with him, hailed from the nearby planet of Venus. Dental hygienists. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the dental hygienists, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, again, this one says they're from Venus. Other ones said they were from a different solar system. So we can't corroborate which one's right. I don't know. Um, I'm just giving you the information I've found on the interwebs, okay? Really, there's only... thought women were from Venus. Yeah. Men are from Jupiter or Mars. 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 <laughs> Mars. <laughs> yeah. Jupiter's my Jupiter. planet in my uh, in the horoscopes and stuff. Oh, so is it? Okay. I always think that. I'm like, well, all <laughs> men come from Jupiter, right? Because I come from Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Stupid, okay. stupid, stupid. Yeah. Um, so anyways, these aliens, again, they were humanoid in appearance, but they had some very distinct things about them. Again, there's... I, I wanted to preface this. There's like only like three articles online about this story and so each article had a little bit different story so i just kind of yeah. had to pull everything to make this thing work so some of this is a little bit uh it kind of goes against some of the other information but mm-hmm. we're gonna give it to you anyways so they were like humans but they had six fingers on each hand one of them's in princess bride <laughs> yeah in <laughs> montoya yeah, no no is the guy he's trying the to guy kill. he's trying to kill that's right i can't remember what his name was I can't remember either. You know, it shows his hand in the look yeah. the glow. He's, he's with six like, it's all moving too. Yeah. To look like, oh, that's a real hand. That's a real six fingered man. Um, so he indicated to Mr. Eisenhower that the world was in a precarious situation and that if the world continued to proceed on a war footing, it would cause an economic imbalance throughout the world. Yeah. And Ike's like, I, I don't really care about your economic imbalances, man. And we need our nukes. Yeah. Have you met the Russians? It does. It does seem really interesting that it came, like, obviously at a time when, yeah, that's a that's a lot of power and like fear, and so it's for like, sure, yeah. If there was a time for alien, you know, interference yeah. to be like, look, yeah, well, it's <laughs> you guys are getting crazy. Like the big alien, the UFO sighting craze started in the forties, right? Yeah. Yeah. How like it? It correlates almost exactly. It's like you're with nuclear way, weapons. You're getting too dangerously advanced. Yeah, and you're too dumb. You're to idiots. Be, like using this stuff. Yeah. So it kind of yeah, it could happen. Yeah, it it, could it, it is a theory that's been put out there. Is that's why we started seeing them is because we started. They're using like, these whoa, you guys are freaking nuts. What are you gonna do? You're gonna blow up the whole freaking universe, you idiots. <laughs> Gosh, how are your teeth look? Let's take a look. <laughs> <laughs> you got our universe dental plan. <laughs> Yeah. All right, just to cover you throughout the Guess entire what? solar system. You get one crown, then we don't pay for any more. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, here, have a chicken wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bite it hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I knew. You got to really bite into these ones. <laughs> they're boneless. <laughs> these are, no, they're not. These are from wingers. These are boneless. <laughs> All right. They weren't. Sorry. I'll forget. I'll fix your tooth. Don't worry about it. So he indicated that his race of people lived and dwelt underground. That makes sense. Yeah, and that many of the planets throughout the universe sustain life in this same manner. So they all can't see them. 
That's why you never see them. Yeah. You're out there looking, you can't see like, them. Man, the surface is terrible. Yeah. Super crazy storms. They're under the gosh dang ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they're graboids, man. This is what's going on. Um, so, yeah, he was just giving them some information. He also mentioned the waves of aliens who would land around the world to help with Earth's seemingly insurmountable problems. Because, man, we got man, <laughs> we got one problem, we got a hundred. I tell you. <laughs> you know, and he's like, you look, you yeah. get rid of these. I got my friends will come in here, clean yeah. all your teeth. <laughs> I got to stop with the, the dentist jokes. <laughs> we got laser drills. We yeah. got plasma lasers. We got Lay plasma. Back, count to 10. <laughs> plasma put this brushes. Mask. Everything. Plasma Take brushes. care of all of your teeth problems. <laughs> your tooths. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Some dentist is like, I'm done with this. I hate these idiots. They're going to talk about me like that. He stated that a group from a distant planetary system would be coming to give aid and data to help Earth's progress. You're going to be calling and give you some aid to give you some data. Yeah. All right. It's going to be great. <laughs> like the robot from Star Trek. <laughs> data. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Dickie Nixon, he was apparently a fa fascinated with Valiant Thor. He called him Val. <laughs> Val Thor. <laughs> Hell, Val, you know what? <laughs> I'm really glad you're here. <laughs> There's this place called Watergate. <laughs> Can you give me... Tell me if you can get those me. six get those fingers files. on those files. Yeah. All my guys got five fingers. Got I don't 12 know. fingers. I won't get those little dirty fingers yeah. on there. Do more fingers makes work easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes you sneakier and easier to get stuff done. <laughs> Where do you get your gloves, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> you guys got something up there that's like... I don't know. I, that's the only question <laughs> he asked about his hand and gloves. Exactly. So tell me, I just don't understand who's making your glove because, yeah. you know, we only have five fingers. Yeah, it's just weird. And then, like, someone says, give me a five. Do you guys say give me a six or how does that work? <laughs> you know? <laughs> give me six. Give me six up high. That's 11, me and you. <laughs> Six and five. <laughs> it's 11. Dickie. It sounds weird with humans. That's why we don't do it. Yeah, we just don't say it that way. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Also, Dick, he loved Val. Yeah. He, this is what Old he said. Val. He, this is apparently a transcript from a conversation that he had with Val himself. He says, you have certainly caused a stir for an out-of-towner. <laughs> of course, <laughs> we're not totally convinced of anything just yet. But suffice it to say... We're checking and double-checking everything you say and do. When Sergeant Young from Alexandria radioed in and stated that you had just landed in a flying saucer, we thought Sergeant Young had flipped. <laughs> you know, 50s language. I know. Say, were you in that UFO flap over in Washington? You certainly had us in a dither if you were. That That's what they said he said to a old dither. A dither. Um, so anyways... Just that's what Richard Nixon thought about Val. Yeah. Uh, that was his conversation to Val. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Val convinced President Eisenhower to create a council, the the UDC, the Universal Dental Council, <laughs> <laughs> against the use of nuclear weapons. Uh, no, I added that. Um, however, the committee was reportedly blocked by members of the CIA and the DOD. Jeez. Of course, right? Yeah. They're like, no, 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 we got Russia over there. Yeah. Aliens could be talking with them. and who That's knows? the thing. Like, how do you know this wasn't a Russian? That's true. 
And there's, yeah, when we talked about the crash in Roswell, they were like, there's a little Russian spaceship. There's a little Russian kid that they <laughs> stuck in that thing. <laughs> killed. Very, very likely. <laughs> and threw it over. No, here. no, it's just an air balloon. No, it's Russia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they blocked them. Yeah. When it came, when it became clear that the office of the president could not deliver the results of which he came, Val turned to evangelist <laughs> Frank Strange. This is where the story takes a really yeah. weird turn. I'm like, okay, of all the people <laughs> on the planet, he's like, well, I'll go to Frank. Why wouldn't he go to the, like, why wouldn't he go over to Russia? The yeah. USSR and be like, look, you need to defuse this. Maybe, okay, look, maybe this alien really did know yeah. who was the good guys and who was the bad That's guys. That's true. Maybe we were the we good guys. We just lucked out. Yeah, we lucked out, right? But but I don't I don't see the natural uh, progression of going from President Eisenhower to an evangelist. <laughs> directly. See. Yeah. It seems odd. Why don't you go to the Pope? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just, like, there's gotta be somebody with some more random, power. Yeah, pick some random guy in the United States. Yeah. So or he goes to Frank. So, council. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, Strange is strange. 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 <laughs> He's French. Had long been a uh, proponent of aliens and fascinated with the evidence of for alien interactions and humanity in the Bible. They're like, this guy knows. Yeah. Aliens. We're gonna go talk to him. And so maybe that he's was. gonna believe in us. Yeah. And he's already researched more than most humans. Yeah. So he had he had just written a book about an angelic encounter in the book of Ezekiel, when he met Valiant Thor. So that's maybe the connection. Yeah, they're like, this guy knows. Frankie yeah. Stranges. That sounds so weird. Frankie Stranges. <laughs> He's Stranges. Frankie Stranges. That <laughs> guy's super Stranges. <laughs> um, would have been, uh, Frank E. Stranges would have been a personal, would have a personal meeting with the entity and give much information of these interactions between Valiant Thor and the government in his book, The Matter on um, the matter. On the matter. The 1967 Stranger at the Pentagon. That sounds catchy. It is. And it's funny. It's almost like his name. Stranges. Str- stranger yeah, at the Pentagon. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't sound very good. Let's change it to Stranger at the Pentagon. Okay, yeah. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> and would also go into depth about the alien's appearance and behaviors. Strangers, I would love to read this book. I know. I, you I can was like, find it. I didn't know that was even a book. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised it wasn't on the shelf at that... Uh, Polygamous community we went, we went to. I, that's no kidding, man. Yeah, uh, you can get it on um, in paperback for how many eight, pages is it? Um, what does it say? Maybe six hundred. Let me see. It's eighteen bucks. You can find it. Uh, you can get audiobook too. Ah, I'm interested. I yeah. want to see what this. One hundred thirty-six pages. <laughs> really? Yeah. The night read. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, the cover's awesome. It's got a UFO over the Pentagon. That sounds pretty cool, cool man. Isn't that Independence Day? Yeah, oh yeah, maybe I'm just looking at the movie Independence Day. <laughs> Isn't that the same like yeah. picture? No, it's over the White House. Oh, that's right. It's over the White House. Yeah. Not the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. That's where they got the idea though. Strange yeah, said maybe that, it is, yeah. Um he said that Val Thor <laughs> looked Val. like a perfectly normal human being except that he had six fingers on each hand and could live for 500 years. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's like um the two questions he asked. Yeah. He's like, "Let me see those six fingers." Yeah, how, how long, long can you, you live? <laughs> Five hundred years. <laughs> what? Wow, that's strange. Write was, that down. Yeah, put that in the book. <laughs> Moses only lived. Noah was like nine hundred years old. But he does. He ties this into religion a little more. He does. Um, and it also turned out that he wasn't alone, having arrived with three companions yeah. called Don, Jill, and Tanya. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dawn is spelled with two N's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Tanya's kind of weird, too. Ta- Tanya. Tanya. You know um, they're aliens. No one spells Dawn with two N's. No. They could be from Utah. They could be, yeah. But I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. So, Val Thor uh, supposedly told him that they had been watching humanity closely since the atomic bombs in World War II and sought mm-hmm. to begin a new era in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding on our planet. Uh-huh. Curiously, strangers would also claim that Valiant Thor had a deep interest in Christianity. Yeah. Even going as far to say that Jesus was, in fact, an alien from outer space and had spread his word across the galaxy. Wow. So, way more than we know about, yeah. like, the Bible, so isolated. So, yeah. it's such a small amount of history. Well, it's a ton of history, but, you know, we Just don't know Earth. about the preachings that took place on Mars, Venus, Mercury. Jupiter. Jupiter, yeah, Pluto, and all those—it's crazy. Yeah, like we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't know. Yeah, we don't live five hundred years like these guys. Yeah, these guys. Yeah, they've been they've been seeing it happen forever. Yeah. So, so this might not be surprising, obviously, since Strange has happened to be a traveling evangelical preacher. Uh, and he would say he told me that his purpose in coming was to help mankind return to the Lord. Uh-huh. He spoke in positive terms, always with a smile on his face. Couldn't see with them colorless lips, but he was smiling. He said that man was further away from God than ever before, but there was still a good chance if man looks in the right place. Apparently, Valiant Thor stayed there in Washington, D.C. for a full three years on his mysterious mission before suddenly dematerializing in 1960 to return to his home planet. So he's just sitting in an Italian restaurant and all of a sudden, (laughs) gone. (laughs) Dematerialized. Yeah, just freaking gone. Get those gloves. Get those gloves. <laughs> I call the gloves. <laughs> you can yeah, extra which little finger flap. Your index goes in. <laughs> get a little extra flap on the end. <laughs> you know, and you're like, I can't get one finger in. Five finger glove. Yeah. You're gonna hit a finger hole every time. Yeah, six finger glove. Yeah, yeah six finger for glove. sure. Sorry. Yeah, you got that extra hole to look yeah. for. It's great. <laughs> Um, every time he just dematerialized all of a sudden in 1960 eating meatballs like you said (laughs) and then all of a sudden gone or maybe it was like a Willy Wonka thing where he like chicken wings (laughs) boom he's gone he's in the dentist chair getting a new crown and all of a sudden boom gone (laughs) I send him a bill for that would you (laughs) no one dematerializes in my dentist office and gets away with it That's an extra fee there. Yeah, dematerialization That's fee. The same as a cancellation. Yeah, me. that does not count. That his insurance doesn't cover it. <laughs> so put that fee on the end there. Um, so the story was published in Strange's book, like we said, and went on to become firmly entrenched in UFO lore as one of the most completely bizarre accounts on record, going on to be much discussed and debated and even appearing on TV shows and in the media. There's been a few shows recently that have used this story. I can't remember what it was, though. Um, crap. There was a couple of them um, that kind of used this as like an episode of one of their episodes. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, it sounds great, yeah. So, but uh, but it's, honestly, when it comes down to it, this is pretty hard to believe. For one thing, Venus is far from what one would consider a traditionally hab- habitable planet. So, I mean, why would it produce a race of beings nearly indistinguishable from humans? I looked it up. The surface of, the, of Venus is about 820 degrees. Fair Not bad. <laughs> I mean, it feels like that's what it is right now. It does. It's been bad. Yeah, and my AC is still out, and <sighs> so... Life has been bad. Life has not been good for the past week. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can't really live on a planet that's 900 degrees. Wow. It's even not, underground. Even underground. It's going to be toasty. going to penetrate. Yeah. And also, like, where's all the evidence? You know, he was here for three years, and the only evidence that we have is a photograph of a man in a suit. Yeah. You know. Got to be some dental x-rays or something. <laughs> We're going to talk more about dental stuff here in a minute because it's pretty dang funny. Um, so, yeah, they got the photographs of a man in a suit said to be him and one um, of a group of some clean-cut young people whose strange claims to be Val, Don, Jill, and Tanya. Uh, but who seriously <laughs> could, be, group. could be anyone at all. So, the uh, the facts are kind of flimsy here. <clears throat> um Another is that the credentials of strangers and others involved in this case have been seriously called into question. They just don't believe this evangelical preacher guy. Yeah. Uh, there's no independent verification that strangers ever had top security clearance at the Pentagon and that his self-proclaimed credentials have also been challenged, such as his assertion that he has PhDs in psychology, philosophy, and criminology as there is no evidence he ever earned any of them. <laughs> you know, three of them. I never earned any of them. It's curious, as he often calls himself Dr. Strange, despite being unable to prove that he's actually a doctor. DDS. <clears throat> oh, Dr. Strange is Dr. Strange. Oh, yeah. Marvel. That makes more sense. Marvel. There's two Four. Easter eggs. There's <laughs> like multiple in Oh, here. my gosh. Yeah. That, that's kind of interesting, though. It is interesting. So. Man. There's actually no- I just pictured a group of those four just like slamming the side of their 1957 Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, there's those four aliens. Yeah. And they Man. all their, hand, their hands with their six fingers out. <laughs> Riding down the road. Dancing. Yeah. They always got spirit fingers Man, going on. Man, it looks on. like they've got a ton of fingers. Gosh. It's weird when they move them so fast. It's like mesmerizing. <laughs> That's why they do it. They're they talking to your brain. They're talking to your Telepathy. <laughs> Look at my extra fingers. It's like- Antenna, yeah, sending out those. Waves. Plus, they got those math skills. I mean, we only got ten fingers to count. Oh they got man, they twelve. blast through. I wonder if they got six toes. I don't know. I bet you they have forty-two teeth or some weird number <laughs> up there too. Of course, <laughs> three rows of teeth in there or something. <laughs> like shark, just yeah, like layered. Mm. That's crazy. So there's there's really no corroboration of any of the people involved in any way. And there's no evidence. That happens so often. It's like, <laughs> you don't have any credentials. No. There's no evidence that a Harley Andrew Bird ever had such top secret clearance at the Pentagon or oh, right. that he had any relation to Admiral Bird at all. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Yeah. But before we move on to that, I got to tell you about Off The Grid Surplus, you guys. This is the last time I'm going to tell you about their hybrid shorts. The over and out hybrid shorts. Um, because it's kind of getting into the end of the season and it's kind of going to be your last chance to get these things and really get them on your body Yeah, yeah. and wear them mm -hmm. because they are awesome. They are awesome. They are hybrid, short, tailored for the off-grid lifestyle, you guys. Uh, you know, you're adventurers. You need your gear to keep up with your lifestyle. I know Cam does. That's why Off The Grid Surplus made the over and out hybrid short from the trail to the water you don't always want to go worried about, you know, I got to have a swim trunks. I got to have my shorts. You, you, maybe you just so want to nice. wear the don't same have to worry shorts. About that. Yeah. Um, you know, it has a nylon spandex blend that's ripstop fabric. It's going to blow your mind. It's lightweight. It, it protects against tears, scuffs, abrasions. It's got that four-way stretch crotch gusset, guys. We love a crotch gusset oh, that man. has four-way stretch. Cam and I just, it's one of our favorite a things. four-way stretch gusset. Yeah. Ain't nobody doing that. Yeah, this is from another planet. Except for off grid. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these shorts are versatile. They're stylish. And as always, you get their functional 
eight pocket system for your EDC stuff. Which is, is alien tech. Freaking awesome. From the beach to the campsite to a warm night on the town, these are the only shorts you need. The off-the-grid surplus over-and-out hybrid shorts. Go to offthegridsurplus.com. Get an extra 15% off with our code CASUALPREPPERS15. Um, and uh, just do it. Yeah. You guys I was do. wearing them um, this last weekend and Beautiful. spilled on them and just beat it up. Didn't yeah. even get my crotch oh, yeah. gusset wet. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Freaking they awesome. are. They're, they're pretty. This, it is alien technology. Mm-hmm. Super Super crazy. So let's talk about old Harley Andrew Bird. Okay. So Brian Dunning at the site Skeptoid would say of him, is probably not who he says he is. Uh, Records on Ancestry.com <laughs> can't really confirm or disprove the possibility that Admiral Bird had a nephew by this name. Mm. But this story requires that he would have held a senior role at the Project Blue Book and top security clearance for over, and over a year of training behind him. Mm. All by the age of 18. That's pretty unrealistic. <laughs> Is that? Like, that's true. an accomplishment there. <clears throat> yeah. The guy was like 16. He was still shadowing Admiral at the yeah. Pentagon. Um, when he went on uh, Art Bell's Coast to Coast AM radio show in 95, it went south very quickly. Oh. This was Andrew Bird, right, that went on yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. He told ridiculous stories of Admiral Bird's adventures, including that the Admiral entrusted him as a young boy with secret diaries telling mm. of his contacts with aliens and Nazis. <laughs> One listener wrote, Harley Bird talks nonsense, <laughs> makes all manner of bizarre claims about greys, Sasquatch, and Aryans, and other alien types, and assiduously commercializes the whole for profit. Mm. Harley Bird is actually a huckster. <laughs> <laughs> merely poses a bird's grandson to sell those bogus diaries. Dang. That, that guy, was brutal. That was a tough comment there. Yeah. That was social media comment, right? <laughs> that's there. like YouTube Actually, first comment. That that's those are two sophisticated words to be on social media. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh there are plenty of inconsistencies and red flags in the story, and yet it has become a pretty indelible mainstay within UFO lore. Yeah. Was Strange is telling the truth, or is it all complete woo 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 nonsense? <laughs> woo 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 woo. Now that that'd be in a comment. Yeah, that's sure. <laughs> it's all woo 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 woo. These guys talking woo woo. Whichever side you fall on, the story of Valiant Thor has become fairly legendary, and mm-hmm. at the very least, is another one of the many truly bizarre cases that inevitably pop up from time to time. Yeah, yeah, man. What a crazy little story. aliens showed up to tell us to get rid of our nukes. That's crazy. And we said no. Yeah, that's the crazier part. No, technology and knowledge and... Nah, don't want it. Look what we made. This makes a big boom. (laughs) Noises. We'll shoot you with it. Get out of there. (laughs) We'll stand out in that field, see what happens. (laughs) See if you can catch it with all 12 fingers, buddy. Blow that six finger right off your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, go go see... You disgust me. Go see the dentist, boy. Yeah, your lips are weird, too. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the question remains, did Ike really meet with ETs 50 years ago? Um, Jim Layerslapf, an archivist at the Eisenhower Library, says, not to our knowledge. We- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen nothing like that. I ain't seen nothing like that. And he's, that's exactly what he said. There's nothing in the archives that indicates that. I've looked <laughs> through all these papers, every single one of them. <laughs> the I don't see anything. The archives are so big. <laughs> I know. And then, through every one of them. Then Layerslapf bursts out laughing. <laughs> That seems suspicious, yeah. though. What are you laughing about, Layers? I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing so much? 
Okay, I'm out of here. I'm trying to interview about this thing. You keep <laughs> laughing like a madman. It's getting awkward. Um, All right. He has heard this theory before, he says. We've had so many requests on the subject that we have a person who specializes in this. <laughs> His name is Archivist Herb Pankratz. <laughs> That sounds like a fake name. <laughs> it sure does. Herb, old Herb Pankratz. <laughs> you know, I can see like on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, we have a specialist that does this. It's a uh, Herb uh, Pankratz. Herb Pankratz over there. Yeah, Miss Pankratz, he, he's a specialist on this subject for sure. Herb, why don't you tell him? <laughs> I'll go get Herb real quick. <laughs> and he runs out the back door. Just comes in Just with glasses like- and a hat on. <laughs> Wait, you're Herb? I don't know. My name is Herb Pankratz. It's Herb. Please call me Herb. Call me Herb. Um, He specializes in transportation, Layer Zapf says. (laughs) We decided to add UFOs to that. (laughs) He does trains, planes, automobiles, and flying saucers. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. The library filled dozens of questions about the alleged Ike E.T. meeting in the late 80s and early 90s when several UFO books advanced the theory, Pankrat says. It's interesting how these theories have changed. Initially, the accounts claim the president made a secret trip to Edwards Air Force Base to view the remains of aliens who had crashed at Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. So I think we had actually spoken about that. We talked about that a long, long time ago, maybe in our Roswell episode, I can't remember. Later stories then claim that he had actually visited with live aliens. Mm. But Pankratz doesn't buy either theory. Do you want to know what theory he believes? The freaking dentist theory. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. He believes the dentist story. He cites James Mixon. Now... Mr. Mixon is a dental historian. What? (laughs) He's a dental historian, a professor at the University of Missouri, Kansas City School of Dentistry. Yeah. There's this dental historian, huh? (sighs) Oh, yeah. And he he wrote an article called A History of Dwight D. Eisenhower's Oral Health. (laughs) Oh, man. Riveting. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) If you haven't read this, stop what you're doing. Go find it. Put it on your to-be-read list. It'll drill information right <laughs> into your brain. It's right. Yeah, it'll put a cap on your brain. <laughs> bridge all the information. Bridge all the information. Of alien. You're going to drill down into the cavity of knowledge. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. <laughs> they should have that as a review casual preppers podcast. They totally should, huh? <laughs> You're going to be filling your brain with delightful knowledge. So there's an amalgam of information here. Um, Open wide. We're about to give you something good. (laughs) Can you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you still feel that? Um, Anyways, so his article was published in the November 1995 issue of the Bulletin of the History of Dentistry. Uh, It is the definitive work on Ike's teeth, uh, in case you were wondering. Citing the U.S. Surgeon General's records on Ike's medical and dental history, open to researchers in 1991, Mixon reported that on the fateful night of February 20th, 1954, Ike chipped the porcelain cap of his upper left central incisor. Yeah. And it was repaired by Dr. Francis A. Purcell. Yeah. Okay. Alas, 
Purcell is unavailable for comment. He died. You got to make an appointment. <laughs> he died in 1974. Oh. So this is where it gets murky and, and people start to bring up their conspiracy theories. The lack of dental record from Purcell's office, Mixon wrote, has helped fuel belief in this UFO encounter. So there was no record. keep track of president's visits I there? I figured the Why president you shows like, up. Man, Eisenhower <laughs> yeah. was here. Make sure you put a record of that in there. Yeah. I want to prove that I Are saw you him. Telling me they didn't charge the government yeah. for that. I mean, I'm sure on. it was a couple grand. So that's where it's a little weird. Right? Really it's weird. a little weird. But Mixon quickly added the president has had well documented difficulties with his crown. Okay. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He did. Yeah. This in, may last five years or tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep my phone on just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I have to charge you again. Yeah. Indeed, the crown, which was installed in July of 1952, was chipped and repaired in December of 1952. The February in question, and again in July 1954, when the president's dentist, Colonel James M. Fairchild, replaced it with a thin cast gold platinum thimble crown. Wow. $9 million for that. <laughs> for that. I'm asking for that. <laughs> Next time I go, uh, excuse me, I need a crown. Can I get yeah. a gold platinum thimble crown? Yeah, give me the Ike special, please. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I want. Oh, you want the Ike special? Oh, I see okay. you have good taste. All right. All right. We're going to take you to the underground dentist <laughs> chair. It's all these six, like, 12 fingered <laughs> <laughs> dental assistants down there. What the heck? <laughs> this is Don with two ends. He's going to do your procedure today. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> now. <laughs> Um, Tanya, come here. Why don't you guys have any? Watch this. They got no lips. (laughs) They're weird. (laughs) Just their teeth hanging out. (laughs) They're all gold platinum thimble crowns. The entire thing. (laughs) Beautiful work. (laughs) My God, you guys are gorgeous. (laughs) Give me a five. I mean, uh, six. (laughs) Awkward. Eleven up high. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, there you have it. That's the story of Valiant Thor. That's crazy. What a I story. I love more than anything that dentists were involved in Oh, my story. gosh. There's nothing more that I like than when <laughs> dentistry is involved in alien like, stories. <laughs> we've <laughs> trash-talked dentists for so long. This story, finally. I think we need to do an entire episode on, like, horror stories about dentists. Oh, like, my gosh, yeah. killer dentists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dentists there was stole a, people's man, money. That, that reminds me, like, in high school, there was a dentist. Um, yes. Horror film. Do you remember oh, the dentist or something? Film. I don't know. Um, I just remember like they he like strapped somebody in and mm-hmm. you know like the little clamps to hold their jaw up and he like cranked it all the way oh, until like broke, broke their yeah. bottom jaw. And then he's like just drilling. Their teeth. Typical dentist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rookie mistake. You're an anti dentite. Crank that up. Uh, anyway, that's, that's it. Valiant I like Thor. that story. I like that story. Valiant Thor. What a story. He's got to be still 500 years, man. Yeah, he's still he's kicking a young around. buck when he came. He's little. Maybe. Little guy. Maybe that's what they look like when they're old. That's true. <laughs> they turn know. into the purple or what, the blue hair, no lips. Yeah, Nordic. That's, yeah. They turn Nordic. into that when yeah. they get close to like you know, 350. <laughs> <laughs> 350 or so. <laughs> right around there. When they hit age of maturity. They don't turn gray. They turn, like, yeah. blue hair, and their mm-hmm. skin gets all pale. That's what's happening. Those are really old ones. Growth. Yuck. Well, that's, there you have it. Valiant Thor, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Um, remember, we do still have a giveaway going on right now for that um, Off Grid Co. 
a Faraday backpack. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's it an is amazing backpack. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful backpack. Also, beautiful, there's beautiful. there's another giveaway we have going on over at Bugging Out Podcast on Instagram. A God. Seychelles um, radiological water filter. Yeah. Thing is freaking sweet. So go, we got two giveaways going on right now. Just giving shit away for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe With next all time- those comes a, a signed copy of... Uh, the oral yeah. history of Gosh. President Eisenhower. If I could just meet that guy and get a selfie or something with him, oh, how cool would I that know. be? Yeah. That'd be awesome to have that book. We yeah. give it out signed. <laughs> we should have. Um, it's a good the history of Dwight D. Eisenhower's oral. We health. really should mm. get Stranger at the Pentagon, though. I Read do. It. That one. That's short too. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, stay survived. <laughs>